Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Good morning, Alan. How are you? Good to talk to you, Vicky. And uh, first off, I want to get your immediate reaction to the changes in the domestic abuse laws yesterday uh, that were announced for this uh, these these days leave of absence. Now, uh, people are a bit confused by it. Can you shed some light on it? What what's likely to happen here, please? Well, at the moment, all we know is that five days. Um, leaves per year have been granted for victims of domestic um, gender-based and sexual violence. Um, they, that, that's men and women, um, so they can avail of that leave. We don't know yet how the leave can be taken, whether or not it has to be taken in a block, or whether it can be broken down, say, one day this week, two days next week, to, to avail of services. So we're still waiting on those uh, pieces of information, and also guidelines and policies for employers on how they can support their um, employees who have disclosed that they're going through um, a domestic violence situation. Yeah, and people were asking me yesterday, they knew that I was going to be speaking to you today, and they just asked me to ask you, how do you go about telling your employer that you're looking for leave in this area without, I suppose, shedding more life? People will be very private about their personal circumstances. So how can that be done? Do you literally go to your immediate boss, or how do you think it could be done, Vicky, and done as privately as possible? Well, this is the thing. It will be confidential. It has to be confidential. And um, what we know at the moment is that all an employee has to do is to disclose to their line manager. Now, if you're not comfortable, it depends on where you work. Um, There is a chain of command there. You go to the person you feel safest speaking to and the person who has the authority to grant you that leave. You don't need to tell anybody else. It is your personal prerogative to discuss that. Um, and you do not have to provide evidence. You need to go and say you need to avail of this leave. And that's all I suggested there. I need to avail of the new leave for domestic abuse. And, um, yeah. and that comes in in October. Well, sorry, in the autumn. We're not sure of a date yet. Yeah. Um, like one thing I would like you to, it, it, it's actually, it's, it's, it's agreed. It is going to happen. Yes, it is. Absolutely coming in. Now, five days, I suppose, look, this is a step in the right direction and to be honest with you I I would say yes I am happy I welcome it absolutely but really if you need to leave a situation five days is not long enough I mean Alan imagine me telling you now right go home pack everything you can come we need to get you legal aid we need to get you here we need to get you linked in with that services we need to re-enroll your children in another school we need to help you find accommodation that isn't really feasible within five days so I I would support Women's Aid in their campaign and the Women's Council of Ireland to move towards a 10 day leave minimum um, that's fully paid but look that's for another day's um, challenge All right. so uh, overall you welcome it but you think it could go further it needs to go further like while this supports the victim I'm still and it's not me it's all the services involved in supporting uh, victims of of domestic gender based and sexual violence it doesn't go far enough because while this it's a band-aid it gives someone a way out it gives them 10 days off but again the problem is there what are we doing about the perpetrator what are we doing about the abuser and that is where we need to see more movement that there's harsher laws that you know the victim why do they have to leave the family home to leave your family home five days is not long enough to pack up everything you need to do right. we need to come down harder on perpetrators and those aggressors who do um commit acts of uh, domestic violence and is that what happens mostly is the person who's been victimized has to leave the home and the one who's doing the victimization remains in the home is that what you're dealing with mostly Yes, there's there's all sorts of scenarios. So, for example, um, if you can imagine a situation where the house is in joint names. 
so um, a victim can get a barring order. Um, but I, I, now I'm not clear entirely because I'm not, again, I'm not on the front line, so I'm supporting my staff to work through different things. But what I'm hearing on the ground is that you can get a barring order for eight days and then it has to be revisited. Mm. So um, if, if the perpetrator's name is on the house, there are issues there. If the perpetrator owns the family home, there are issues there. So that would mean the victim possibly does have to leave and find another place. Right. So we're looking at, the, the, like, it's a very complex situation. It really is. But we do need to work harder to have harsher penalties on those who are committing um, this abuse on, on um, innocent victims. So I get the impression from you, Vicky, what we've heard within the last 48 hours is literally just a start. Do you know what it is? And I, like, I need to say, I, I would love to have seen him, uh, Roderick, Minister O'Gorman coming out with a thing regarding 10 days leave. However, I welcome absolutely with open arms the five days leave because it's a start. What I'm most interested to see now is this policy work that they're going to submit and put out there for employers because... Imagine um, an employee taking um, leave. We need to know that that employee is followed up and has engaged or has been able to access services. You get five days of this type of leave a year. There has to be an onus on someone. There has to be someone there who's going to check in, right, this, this employee, do they have children? Is the employer bound to make a child protection report now? We need to look after the victims and their families. This is the most important thing. And while the leave is amazing, I am waiting in great anticipation for the follow-up policies on how employers are going to support the employees who need to avail of this leave. Before we conclude our chat with you this morning, Vicky, you have some updated information. Uh, the, the work is, is motoring along at an electric pace for the brand new refuge. How is it progressing, please? Oh, it's flying up. Yeah, we're delighted with it. I do believe there were issues, <laughs> as there would be, in the rocks, with rocks. Um, but the Mivens and the council, they've, they've powered on through that. So we're, we're still expecting, we're still on schedule to be in um, in autumn 2024. I suppose for the service, now is a really wonderful time to welcome, we have recently appointed a new director of services. So this is a new role with uh, Wexford Women's Refuge and um, a very talented and experienced lady by the name of Catherine McCurdy, who many of your listeners might know from her work with Bernardo's and the Parents Hub. She is now joining us um, on the 21st of August um, as our director of services of Wexford Women's Refuge. And we're really excited with the skill set she's going to bring and how she's going to bring us and the, the work in the refuge to a national level and develop new plans and policies to support victims of domestic violence in Wexford. Have you set a target as to when you hope to be fully open, fully functional? Have you a rough idea? Well, we, won't, we won't close. There will be a transition piece there. Um, so we are hoping that we will have our... The doors will be open. The official opening won't be for a while, but our doors will be open in the new refuge sometime in the autumn of 2024. Right. So what will happen is we will have a transition. The clients who are currently in or who will be there at the time in the distillery road refuge will simply move up and then we will have um, a waiting list as we do uh, for clients who are ready um, to move into the new facility. All right. Listen, we will we leave it there for the moment, but do keep us updated, Vicky, on any developments. And you made a number of calls today. You believe this new legislation is a start, but you'd like to see a lot more and you'd like to see a lot more action quicker. Yes, please. Absolutely. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views. Alan Corcoran.